Welcome everyone to the second episode of the Kelsey Sells PDX podcast. Today we're going to be talking about our first home buying experience. We all know it's a really big deal in everybody's life, so I thought I'd bring in one of our uh, one of our favorite lenders, Jerry Wilson, and we can talk about the unique experience and the perspective he might have as a lender. So thank you, Jerry. Thanks for coming to the show. Oh, happy to be here, Kelsey. Looking forward to it. So tell us a little bit about your first home buying experience. We're going to jump right into it. Well, I'm going to date myself a little bit, but uh, I remember uh, in 1989, I was 25 years old. Uh, I was selling shoes at downtown Nordstrom, and my mom said, I think it's a good time for you to commit to buying a home. And so I engaged uh, with a real estate agent and ended up buying my first house off 3669 uh, Southeast Schiller, which is two blocks south of Holgate. Great. Now keep in mind, this was 1989. I paid $31,000 for the home. Wow, $31,000. Can you even imagine? It gets even better. My interest rate was 11% interest, and that payment was $341 a month for the payment. My taxes were $105, and my insurance was $20. And I go to my mom and dad, and I said, my payment is $466 a month. How am I going to make this payment? And my mom said, you'll figure it out. You'll figure you, it you out. You may have to cu- cut out a movie, a dinner, or a, a night out with the boys, but commit to buying a home and you'll be happy in the long run. So in 1989, I paid $31,000, 11% interest, and a PITI payment of $466 a month. Wow, Jerry. Well, first of all, there's a lot of congratulations because you yeah. clearly got started early and that's been able to catapult yeah. you into other things. But there's a lot of complicated things that you said there. So we're going to we're gonna make sure yep. we dive into those later. They're, they may have uh, worried a few people. What's all that? Th- what does all that mean? So we're going to get into that, some of that. But tell me a little bit. I, I actually think this is a really, really neat um, opportunity here. You started at Nordstrom. This isn't the first time I've heard somebody say that. Tell me a little bit about what you learned in there that maybe brought you so. Some- so I was a University of Oregon graduate, and I thought I was going to go into the life insurance business, and then had an opportunity that uh, through a friend that there's a position in downtown Men's Shoes, and I always knew Nordstrom's reputation for customer service. So mm-hmm. I told myself, give it a chance. I was only supposed to be there for the half yearly men's sale, and I really enjoyed uh, the uh, the sales part about it, the training, right. and then just as time went by, I said, I'm really enjoying. I knew it was going to be a stepping stone for me, uh, whatever career that I decided to go with. But looking back now, those three and a half years were the best years for me because I took that customer service piece and just brought it over into mortgage lending. And over my 27 years of mortgage lending, my clients uh, tell me that uh, the customer service experience is really prevalent uh, with my brand. And so uh, Nordstrom is a great stepping stone, great company today if it's right, a long-term right. career. Yeah, that word but, customer service, that's that's really important. I yeah. think that that's something that you and I both share that's yeah. pretty unique in the business. Yeah. I think a lot of people really think of real estate agents and lenders as salespeople. And I think both of you, yourself and myself, we consider ourselves high in customer service. That's really what it's all about. And so I think that's an important thing to, Abs- to bring up between Absolute, the two of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So back to that house, $105 on taxes. Yes. I'm just kind of blown away here <laughs> because I can't even imagine. That's that's nowadays, that's not even, that's if you decided to maybe make twice a month payments 
on a small little starter home. Yeah, and today I'm estimating those taxes are about $3,800. Part of the story I didn't tell you is I held on to the house for two years and ended up selling it for $69,000. That was wow. my net Quite price. A so I doubled, I almost made double what I paid for it and then was able to upgrade to a $150,000 house. So I think it's important for anyone out there in the home buying process to understand that real estate is a great way to leverage, uh, you know, some investment and an mm -hmm. opportunity and you know the first one is always the hardest one to do and and the process has certainly changed uh, since 1989 sure. and we can go into that a little later but uh, real estate is a great investment and it's always a long-term investment as well right now remind me what was that rate you said again it was 11 percent 11 percent you know right now we're still in the low fours low fours absolutely which, i mean i i remember when i bought my first house actually jerry you did the loan for I me did. it was about 13 14 years ago and uh, my husband and i were moving in together it was right before our wedding and we bought a townhouse down downtown and it was um we absolutely loved it stayed there actually for just about eight years but we had i believe a six and a half to seven percent interest Sounds about rate right yeah yeah that that definitely was a high interest rate for nowadays but, but it was no 11 percent yeah and it was a great rate at the time it was as a well. fantastic rate at the time now you know we're we're at the four four and a quarter probably or something like that what does that really mean for people between those couple per a half a percent and things like that what does that mean for people it, it's a great question i always start with this uh, for real easy math every hundred hundred thousand dollars in mortgage debt is equivalent to about five hundred dollars a month in your payment okay so it's easy when you're out there looking at homes if a four hundred thousand dollar mortgage okay my payment's going to be two thousand dollars a month plus i got to add for the property taxes and also for homeowners insurance. So if you always kind of use that equation, it's a it's a good uh, you know basic math to uh, help determine what that payment is. Obviously, engage with a, a reputable mortgage lender on there when you're getting to get the pre-approval process to really know exactly what that payment and what that commitment would look like. But if you use every hundred thousand dollars of mortgage debt is five hundred dollars a month in payment, and I say the word debt, but keep in mind this is the only debt that is tax deductible on your taxes as well so right. real estate point there. real estate debt is always good debt to have because you can deduct it off your tax returns right now you and I are actually working with a buyer right now and little things like HOAs yeah. You know, that's something that just came up actually this morning in the conversation. It did. And, you know, HOAs are something that can be super beneficial, but sometimes for a first-time home buyer, it might not be the right situation for them to find something with, with the, those HOAs because that extra money is just out of their pocket. Well, and it really comes down to what the HOA, what's the HOA budget and what the HOA will pay for. So the conversation that we had this morning, uh, one property had a $50 a month HOA and the other mm -hmm. one had 350, but keep in mind the one that had 350 covered landscape and maintenance for the common areas. Right. It took care of the insurance of the outside of the building right. and it covered water, sewer and garbage as well. Right. So we had you, the same conversation yeah. about, you know, sometimes it's really just yeah. a giver and a take. Yeah. It, is it, are you going to be managing those things or is somebody doing it for you? So, you know, the right situation definitely can, you can find the, pro the property with the HOAs. 
uh, the key component with the HOA is just make sure there's enough there's enough uh, reserves, cash reserves in the HOA budget in case there's some siding that needs to be done or roofs. So there's not a special assessment to each owner, and that's mm-hmm. a real key. Obviously, have a, have an agent like yourself to review those budgets and any CCNRs that go along with the HOA uh, is important as well. But right. at the end, HOAs are generally good to maintain mm-hmm. property. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. So let's talk about the different loan products. There's a lot of loan products out there and you know people may not understand that. They don't quite understand what what does a loan product mean? Well, and you know, as I, I look back at my notes, in 1989, there was one product with 30-year fixed, and I had to come in with 10% down. And now, over the 20-some years uh, of change in the mortgage industry, there's multiple products that have low down payments. There's also first-time home buyer uh, loan products that will be advantageous if you've never bought a home in the last three mm-hmm. years on it. Also, you're going to see adjustable rate mortgages uh, becoming more prevalent in the market now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Up until the last three years, it's been a fixed rate market for probably five to six years. Now we're seeing the adjustable rate products come out. And they always sometimes have a little bit of a negative connotation, but the product has been improved over time. So it's really any product that comes out, it really protects the consumer Mm -hmm. or the buyer or also the lender. So um, So that adjustable rate mortgage, just in case people aren't aware it's arm so sometimes you'll see a rate that says seven dash one arm so that's what that means i just want to make sure people are aware that you know they see those out there and they go what does that mean what's an arm and then the seven one would mean to be fixed for seven years and then year eight on to year 30 it has the ability to adjust but you're bringing up an interesting point kelsey the uh the average 30-year fixed loan is either sold or refinanced within six years and so and if you're a first-time home buyer most likely you're only going to be in that home for five years so take a look at those arm products because it might be a way to get a little more house today knowing that as you your family m- might uh, have kids or have different uh, goals right. that you'd be selling that house so unless you can really commit to eight to ten years on a 30-year fix sometimes it makes uh, better sense to look at some of the other arm products right that so that really there. means less monthly payment but you're paying down your principal less but you're really making the assumption that you're going to have a good return on that investment and you'll be able to sell the property for a good gain well and and well well said and also too is generally your income is going to be greater over time as well so during you know year five of home ownership and then year year 10 of home ownership your income should be greater so if for some reason that mortgage payment went up a little bit it, it wouldn't be so detrimental because you have a higher income on there but as in that year one to year five where we really need the help on making that monthly payment that payment's much lower right so definitely. It, but again it, it comes down to working with your real estate agent working with the lender make sure you have the team in place so we you, they know what your goals and objectives are so they can advise you right now Jerry I know you have good systems in place so you probably have a good track on when people are at that year five at that year or four and a half yeah. so you can just contact them and see where they're at I do the same it's yeah. definitely something that you know we want to yeah. make sure that we're not just working for our clients from the process to the closing, where we go beyond. It's it's after closing is really when our work I think s- starts. We roll up our sleeves and we really are there for them anytime they need anything. And mm-hmm. I know you're the same. Well, I think it goes kind of back to my Nordstrom training. Sure. I learned very on it. If we do our job, my team does their job well enough in, on the first transaction or purchase, 
over the life of the loan, most likely they're going to buy four to five houses. So I've always wanted to grow with my clients on it. And so keeping that database management, making, uh, giving informed uh, marketing materials and keeping them update on industry updates is really, really important. So there's nothing more gratifying than a, a repeat client calling you back and say, hey, we're interested in buying another home. Will you help us? Absolutely. Absolutely. I would agree. So what's the biggest piece of advice you would probably tell uh, a new buyer calling you today to get an interest? I, there is no downside. You always want to get pre-approved first before you start looking at homes so you know exactly what your budget's going to be. And there's and there's no downside to getting pre-approved. Most pre-approvals are good for 120 days. Oh, wow. And then to update that pre-approval doesn't take a whole lot of work. But I've, I've done pre-approvals for clients where, you know what, they haven't come back around for another year, but at least they know, hey, it doesn't, it doesn't fit within our budget today, but maybe six to 12 months months down the road, we can save and put ourselves in a position where we feel comfortable making that payment. But yeah, obviously the financing is a very critical part of the process. So getting pre-approved first, talking mm-hmm. to a mortgage lender would be that first step. Right. And sometimes, you know, maybe they aren't ready and there's certain little things that you can help them do to improve their credit rating so that they fall into a different category than they may have. And I know you're really good at that. So that's, tell me a little bit about what that means. Yeah. You know, as, you know, as life happens, one once in a while, there's mistakes in making on credit, but just because there may be an error that happened 12 to 24 months, doesn't mean that we can't help make improvements to that credit score as well. And so there's a lot of tools out there that we have access that maybe the general public doesn't to help kind of clean up credit sure. or give you advice on, on, on how to make improvements. I think Credit Karma is a good place to start just as a consumer, mm-hmm. but our credit reports that we use for uh, mortgage financing is, is more uh, in depth in credit karma sure. so it's a but, good start but don't be afraid everyone kind of gets afraid if you if you maybe you missed that payment 18 months ago it's really when we look at your credit it really goes back to the last 12 to 24 months mm-hmm. so if there's some things outside of 24 months generally that won't affect the credit score okay good to know so I wanted to ask you what's one of the best stories you've had in in your career I mean you've 30 years so you've got to have some fun ones. I have some fun ones. Um, let me think on that one. Um, well, uh, one, having a repeat store, repeat clients coming back uh, over and over is, is the most gratifying one. I'm trying to think. You've got me stumped for a second okay. on that. Can I come back to that yeah, one in a minute? Let's, let's definitely I, come back to that one. You know, I, I do want to go back also to the point you made about getting pre-approved first. You know, a lot of people, the home buying experience is is really fun. You know, it can certainly be stressful. I read something the other day that, that a, a, a listing agent on appointments brings in a bottle of Kleenex or a bottle of Pepto, yeah. bottle of wine, and a box of Kleenex and says, which one are you going to be? Which client are you going to be? Because you know what? It, it's stressful. It can be stressful, so you may need yeah. the Pepto. Yeah. You may need the glass of wine. That's it can right. be emotional, so you may need the box of Kleenex. But, you know, I think it's important that the real estate side is the fun side. It's not as fun to do to do all of the paperwork turning in and getting all your finances together. But it is important that that needs to be done first because oftentimes people come to me, they're ready to go, they're so excited, and they haven't talked to their lender yet. And, and sometimes it changes everything, not just the price point, but just maybe even the, the ability to buy whatsoever. 
Well, and I think neighborhoods and if kids are involved as well. So mm -hmm. I think if we uh, as, as mortgage lenders can inform the agents properly, here's where their comfort level is and then here's where their max budget is because sometimes uh, folks will make a sacrifice or two if it makes a difference of getting into a better school district or not. Right. And so I think that's really important to have that information as an agent as well. And that's why we try to provide that to you up front. And, and I think, and I'm kind of repeating myself a little bit, but again, there's a team in place. There's an agent team, there's a, uh, a mortgage team in place, there's an appraisal team, an inspection team, and those are all things to protect the buyer. Definitely. Let's actually go into that a little bit because I have certainly had my fair share of uh, either buyers working with me or been the listing agent. And, you know, if you can't control the buyer and who they have as their lender, yeah. every once in a while you have that person who is was found online and their underwriter is in... I don't know, North Carolina, and you can't get back to anybody after hours yeah. because they're on the East Coast, and it can be quite a nightmare, and it certainly definitely delays process, yes. and uh, I don't think that's as fun for, for the buyer to have to go through. Well, and, you know, it, it's something that, that we deal with a long time, and I'll bring up the word Quicken. They have done a great job as a, a national mortgage lender, but I think it's important to have local representation um, I, you know, my family knows as a mortgage lender, I'm going to have calls at 8.30 on a Friday night or 9.30 on a Sunday morning that, Kelsey, that you want to write an offer on it. It's a competitive offer situation. Mm -hmm. So how are we going to put our clients in the best position to make their offer uh, more competitive? And I think that local flavor is really, really important. Uh, not so much today, but probably 18 months to two years ago when we were, every deal was a multiple uh, transaction deal that the seller or the listing agent, they wanted to to talk to that mortgage sure. lender not only was it pre-approved but have you actually got an underwriting approval you've revered, reviewed right. the tax returns you verified they had the money in the bank and reviewed the credit and so those were things that we were able to do to help clients make their offer more competitive and get into contract than maybe some of the out-of-state lending sure it's certainly standard of practice yeah. for for me when i'm yeah. the listing agent and we have offers even if it's not multiple offers the first person i'm going to call is the lender i want to see the pre-approval i want to know who they are and where they are in the process because just you know a lot of people just get a pre-approval letter and it doesn't really mean a whole lot it's a piece of paper beyond that it's the relationship and what they have to say and where they are in the process definitely agree I think I remember the transaction and it, it's one that was just more rewarding. It was a fairly large transaction here in the last 12 months. Uh, very successful self-employed borrower um, at that owned, owned a business as well. And when you're self-employed, the underwriter who signs off on your loan looks at those taxes a little differently than if you work for an employer like Nike or Intel mm -hmm. or Columbia Sportswear because you pretty much can forecast that income. And it was about 10 days before closing and this particular uh, uh, borrower uh, realized he didn't have a no loan in place from his other mortgage lender. So um, he came to me, uh, he was referred to me, he knew my name, and uh, we basically went in, did an analysis on the tax returns, but we also figured out with that sizable amount of down payment, he would be a perfect candidate for private banking, and then that allowed him to get his mortgage loan done and closed on time, and so every time I run into him, he thanks me for that, and uh, it's just really rewarding, and that just comes down with experience 
experience and having multiple products available to you. But as I think back in the last 12 months, that, that was a pretty rewarding that uh, we were able absolutely. to save the deal. You become the hero. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, I mean, every, every, everyone wants to be a superhero. Yeah. And when we get to be that, that's, you know, well, that's pretty fun. And I think, you know, I think that's what it's helped drive your business as well. Um, it, there's a lot of satisfaction in this job and um, it's competitive by nature on it. And that's the fun part about mm-hmm. it. But it also keeps you that you can't rest on what you did 12 to 24 months ago. So we're always trying to reinvent ourselves. How do we get better? What are the mortgage products that we can add on? How can we make the process easier for the for the buyer? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think that it's it's uh, definitely a rewarding career to be in. I yeah. think you and I are very similar in the fact that most days I don't feel like I'm working because I'm loving every bit of it, and that's. That's, I think, what sets you apart, sets me apart and yeah. sets us apart in the industry. And I hope that people can see that and I hope that shines through because that's that's important to all of us. So, Jerry, thank you very much for being here. We have had a blast today. I appreciate all of your thoughtful um, comments and consideration and your knowledge. You clearly have a lot of knowledge and that's really important when you find the right when you find the right lender that they know what they are doing because you do. So, appreciate it, Jerry. Thank you, Kelsey. This has been a pleasure today. Thank you. Thanks to everybody, all of the listeners. We hope that you've enjoyed yourself and uh, let us know what you want to talk about next.